Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. to let this mind be in you. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you again on Thursday night. It is, uh, let's see, what is today? Oh, it's uh, it's March 16th. So March 16th, uh, 2023. Uh, we're starting a new study tonight, and I, I'm both excited and I don't, I wouldn't say nervous, but um, it's just going to be a very long study. So I guess the anticipation of how long this is going to take, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna take it slowly. And uh, uh, the old adage goes, if, how do you eat an elephant? Uh, one bite at a time. Uh, so th- with that being said, we're going to try to eat this elephant, uh, figuratively speaking, uh, one bite at a time, as slow as we possibly can. Um, there's going to be probably some different things, differences of opinion. Good evening, Brother Ken. Uh, at some point in time during all of this, uh, but I pray that everybody uh, has the, the uh, correct attitude. My dad says, we have no internet. Cable was torn down. Oh, goodness. I guess they'll join for a bit on their uh, using some of their data, so that isn't good. Well, that isn't good at all, but um, that happens sometimes. But anyways, I'm trying to get caught up here with, uh, there seems to be a lag. Seems to be a lag. I just got a notification. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. My wife just reminded me about something, so, oh, here we go. Looks like everything's going good now. Uh, Sister Susie Wilson's on there. Love the intro. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Before we get started, I I do want to say about this series, I do, I really want this to be a little bit more interactive. If we have to take our time, that's fine. Um, but, uh, if you want to uh, drop a question in the, in the comments section, I would really, uh, greatly appreciate that. So please do that. And, um, if, if you'd like, I'll try to get to it as soon as I possibly can. If you can't reach me or if I don't get to something, or if you think of something after you watch this live, or if you watch, um, this, uh, this particular, um, broadcast later on when you watch it in the archives which by the way you can go to let this mind be in you on both facebook and youtube and watch any of the past videos uh, they're all archived there and, and uh, easily accessible uh, playlists so you can check those out at any time but if you want to leave a, a comment after that i'll try to answer those as quickly as possible um, i'm remiss i do have an email uh, that i have not gotten to yet and um, so I do want to bring that up uh, real quick in case this sister is watching, um, Sister Cheryl. 
I did receive your email, and I'm try and I'll get back to you on that email as soon as possible. But I, uh, with that encouragement that you sent me in the email, that I greatly appreciate it. I will write you back. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com, like Sister Cheryl did. And what my wife reminded me of, uh, if you watch uh, well, probably over the past year and a half to two years or so, maybe even longer than that, uh, there's been a, a lady sister, Janet. If you watch on Facebook, she's usually watching on Facebook, if not all the time, uh, Sister Janet Penton. And... Uh, she faithfully watched a lot and would, would call me with some questions and everything like that. She was a great lady. Never met her. Never met her physically. She was from, um, she attended, uh, I guess, a while back, uh, this, uh, this local body of believers that I that I'd go teach at over in Slidell. Uh, but uh, she was living, I believe, in North Mississippi or Alabama, somewhere around there. But uh, she passed away uh, this past week, and um, she was assured that uh, in, in whom she was believing in, though, and she wasn't trusted in any sorts of works, um, not her own righteousness, and uh, she was very, uh, she was very assured she she was um, where she was going. So, absent from the body, the Bible says, be present with the Lord. We know that her spirit and soul are reunited and that uh, she can see Jesus now, and uh, she's waiting on the blessed hope. Some different things that we'll talk about maybe even tonight uh, or in the future as we study through the book of Revelation. So those are, those are some of the things I wanted to get to. Uh, so first and foremost, again, I want it to be interactive. I'll try to get to your comments if you have some as we go through this. Um, Brother David says, I'm nervous too. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about what. We're just going to study the Bible. It's all good. Uh, but let's turn in our Bibles to the book of Revelation, and let's get started. So I've labeled the series Revelation, Rightly Divided, and today is just going to be introduction, maybe reading, probably maybe the ch uh, first chapter. And one of the things I want to discuss, as, as we've been on this channel, I talked to Brother Ken, in fact, uh, not that long ago, a few days ago, and I just told him, I said, praise the Lord for growing me. And uh, what had brought that up is I saw a uh, older uh, video, I guess I had done two or three years ago, and just not that necessarily anything I was saying was blatantly wrong or that it was I was not as polished or anything like that, but that the, the understanding, the more you take the Bible literally where it's meant to be taken literally, the more you rightly divide according to the Bible, I mean, rightly divide all the time and, and constantly looking at this, like, who is this written to? What What is this for? I can get instruction in righteousness or this is doctrine, like all those different kinds of things and uh, how the Lord has really grown me over the past several years. And with that being said, um, my, I guess my perspective on, on a few things has, I wouldn't even say it's changed, but it's been more narrowed. Uh, the beam, so to speak, has been focused a little bit more uh, over the past few years. Okay, I do have uh, Brother David here is asking, could you publish an outline or study guide for this series as also for your Millennial Reign series? I do have the outline. Um, if you look at the Millennial Reign series in the com or the description box, the the um, the different portions of the outline is there. Um, as far as for this series, I thought about doing an outline. 
I thought about going chapter by chapter, and um, I, I, I don't think I have... I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to produce an outline. I, I'm studying along with you all as, as I go through this. I have a, a broad sense of how I want to approach this, but at the same time, I haven't written down on a piece of paper like an outline. But um, get with me a little bit later about that, Brother David. Um, maybe I'll go back through some of these videos down the road and uh, maybe start to refine a little bit of an outline, and um, then I'll, I'll be able to get those out. Okay, so... Great question, though. I appreciate the question. So, all right. All right, let's get started. Great question, though. Thank you very much for that. All right. Stay with the context, brother. Ken says, amen, and always stay with the context. That's for sure. And hi to my mom, who's watching out in Childress, Texas, as well. All right, let's get started. All right, now, so why do a, a study on the book of Revelation? Why, brother Michael? Why would you... Why would you do a book, uh, study on the book of Revelation? Um, you know, you, you've been predominantly, except for the uh, study in 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John in the book of Hebrews, you've been predominantly in Pauline epistles, his letters to the churches. And uh, as I told the, uh, the church there in Slidell, um, when I've been teaching over these, these, these few years, I've been trying to, you know, Obviously, as I've said many times, I've been teaching myself, you know, I've been, I've been getting into the Word in my study, and I've been learning and growing, and I've uh, been really just essentially just sharing how and along my, I guess, my journey, you could say. Um, but as I've been studying through the Pauline epistles, it's, it's, a, it's a clear def definition of who we are in Christ. Um, I heard somebody say just recently uh, that baptism is a, an immersion, an identification in uh, an identity with um, with Christ, and I and I'm I'm been baptizing, you know, like as far as getting fully immersed in who we are in Christ, and as I've taught through that and who we are in Christ, it's clearly defined the difference between us, the body of Christ. Um, with Paul the Apostle as our Apostle, and the remnant of Israel, the, uh, the earthly ministry of Jesus, the, um, the prophetic Israel, and the, not only the, uh, the prophetic Israel that was prophesied that Jesus would come, uh, born of a virgin, all these different kinds of things, and have an earthly ministry, so forth and so on, die, um, you know, those things were, were, were prophesied. And uh, the difference between that and then the revelation of the mystery through the Apostle Paul. I've been trying to show who we are in Christ, who we are now, so that when I approach prophecy, there's a, a, a better definite, a defining line, a dividing line, a dividing of the scriptures properly or rightly dividing the word of truth. So that's the perspective of why I wanted to do this now. Um, I don't think that I necessarily have any sort of um, like expertise, so to speak. You know, I haven't written a book. You know, I'm just studying the Word of God as long, along with you all and trying to grow, okay? And what I want to do is I don't want to be right. I want myself to be adjusted to the Bible, which is always right, if that makes sense. My opinions and my views on things can and will change, but I pray that they change to what the Word of God says. 
If you see what I'm saying, I'm not trying to say that I'm not trying to be correct. Of course, I like that. You know, it's a fearful thing to teach, whether it's online or uh, in front of people in, in a local body of believers. It is a fearful thing. It's we will be held accountable for those what we say. So as we as we teach, I want to be correct. But I want to be correct biblically, not correct according to people's standard of a tradition or so forth and so on, or a, a dogma of how things have always been or so forth and so on. I want the Bible to say what it says, and I want to believe it and follow it and teach it that way. Be instant in season, out of season. Whether it's popular or not, I want to just preach the word, teach the word according to what the scriptures lay out and who it's to. When it was written, what's the context? How, how, what can we glean from a certain passage of Scripture? Should we see ourselves as the body of Christ in that, as the church of the living God today, or is this somebody else? Is this talking about another group of people? And by the way, just because I talk about rightly dividing and that there's going to be differences between us and remnant Israel and, and prophetic Israel doesn't mean that we don't serve and worship the one true living God. It doesn't mean that we there's somehow uh, work salvation over here, and then there's like only salvation by grace through faith over here, or there's like some sort of weird kind of thing. Like, well, it doesn't go through Jesus Christ over here. It's by the works alone. No, it's never been about works. It's always been about faith. Faith in what he has said to a particular group, a dispensation, how he has dispensed his grace over the years, over the over the um, the many thousands and thousands of years, and as it's laid out clearly in the Bible, what are those dispensations of grace? Who are they for? Is there a merging of two where there'll be two groups interacting at the same time? Happens quite a bit, um, but that's where I approach this from. And so with that being said, when we go and start into the book of Revelation, it's going to talk about seven churches. And in our minds, have we been, um, I guess, conditioned to think is that it's speaking to us, the church. And before we get into that too much further, just remember that a church is a ecclesia. It's a called out assembly, just like the, uh, the it's called the church in the wilderness, just like the, the nation of, of, of Israel that was in bondage in Egypt for 400 years, when they were called out in an assembly, a called out group of, of, of people, that was a church exactly back then. So just because it says church, just like whenever the Bible says angel doesn't mean a created angelic being, it could mean a messenger. Um, you could cont- you could say, well, this person over here is being an angel, a messenger of the Lord, <clears throat> and not be a created, obviously, an a- angelic being that God created. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we need to be careful with that, and when we're studying through these things, that we don't get too wrapped up in what a word says and say, oh, and pull it out of context. Okay, so that's another introduction. And again, this is all by way of introduction of starting this series of Revelation Rightly Divided, okay? So let's turn our Bibles to Revelation chapter 1. And by the way, it's Revelation, singular. Now, I know I'm probably preaching to mostly the choir here. People understand that. They know that. But you would be shocked on a day-to-day basis how many times I hear somebody say, hey, just like in the book of Revelations, 
oh man, the book of Revelations is coming to, coming to pass. And I always go, which, which book of the Bible is that? Oh, it's the last book in the Bible, you know, Revelations. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the revelation. It starts out just like that here in verse number one when it says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants. Now, that's interesting. When it says the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, John speaking sort of in the third person, speaking, saying that Jesus revealed himself and gave these things directly to him. And so it's speaking of John, the disciple John, uh, not John the Baptist, but John, the disciple, one of the 12 that were called out from Israel. And it says, gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Now, that's fascinating. When it says his servants, we always think of like, oh, that's us. We're the servants. I don't think that this is speaking to servants. I'll let I'll let it right out of the bag right away that I think the 98 to 99% of this book is to Israel. Okay? And it's to Israel during a specific time. Not only these letters that did go out to these seven churches around Asia, Asia Minor, not only did it go at that time, but it speaks directly just like the book of Hebrews to a group that's going to be hereafter, a group that's going to be left, uh, essentially, That's, a, that's a, even though it's, it's the name of a, of a book series that I would not recommend, but left behind, okay? These, these, this nation of Israel that will go through what's called uh, Daniel's 70th week, the time of Jacob's trouble, the prophet uh, Jeremiah calls it, it is a time for the nation to of woe and for them to come to the realization and as wrath is poured out on this world that they messed up 2,000 plus years ago. They missed their opportunity and then they start to just hunker down, occupy, they, they start to overcome, they, they, they want to like endure to the end, they, have, they need to be encouraged in those things. As they see these massive things going, they'll be beheaded for the cause of Christ, there'll be all sorts of different kinds of things happening to them. It's going to be a bad time. But we won't be here. Paul lays that out very, very, very expressly. In fact, uh, Paul only mentions a little bit about um, people worrying about the resurrection and different things like that only a few times. And he addresses it just a few times by basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but saying, I told you these things won't come to pass until we're, we're out of here. We're taken out of the way. The, the resurrection, the dead in Christ will rise first, and we which are alive and main shall be caught up. That is our resurrection, church. The body of Christ will be caught up. And what I called uh, last, just last night as I was teaching through uh, 1 Corinthians 15, I called it the second fruits resurrection. Uh, even though those that are alive and remain will be caught up as well, the resurrection, the dead in Christ, you can call it the dead in Christ resurrection, you can call it the second fruits resurrection because Jesus Christ was the first fruits according to uh, 1 Corinthians 15, and I just opened something I didn't mean to open. Let me close that. All right, here we go. But that is what I call that. But as we'll study through the book of 
Revelation, as we get to the towards the end of, of this book, this letter that John writes, you'll see what's called blessed is he that takes part in the first resurrection. That first resurrection is at the end of this 70th week of Daniel, this prophetic time for Israel, when they will then rise, the first resurrection, and then they will rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years. Made the whole Millennial Reign series about it. You can look about that, um, even though I was very surface level through that study. So as we dive deep into this, he's saying unto his servants, in verse number one, things which must shortly come to pass. Shortly come to pass. Now, when I hear shortly, you know, of course, with God, you know, that time is, 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 is relative, you know, like as you've heard said before, uh, a day is as a thousand years and, you know, a thousand years is as a day with Christ and don't read too much into all this kind of stuff. And I understand that. But if you're reading the book of Revelation and you're in the time of Jacob's trouble, you only have about approximately at the most about seven years. Things are going to happen shortly very rapidly during that time. As we look through this uh, book of Revelation, that's not chronological. It doesn't take place on a, a, on a strict timeline. It, it kind of repeats itself and, and shows some same situations and explains some situations over again, and it, it kind of bounces in and around that way. But it's shortly hereafter. So he's showing his servants things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by his angel, unto his servant John, okay, so, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Um, I can't imagine, by the way, how incredible it was to see all this stuff. If you read through here, it's incredible to think that that a man is given access to this type of thing. I mean, my goodness, it is some wild stuff that happens. And this man, John, uh, you know, known as the Beloved, sees these things, physically sees them. That's something else. And uh, as we go through this study, we're going to see some wild, wild things. So, all right, moving on here. Verse number three, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things, hmm, keep those things that are, or excuse me, which are written therein for the time is at hand. Now, think about the term at hand. What did Jesus say in his earthly ministry. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Um, John the Baptist, I believe, said it at, at some point in time, at hand. Uh, you know, the, he, here's the one that, that I have been saying, that the kingdom is at hand. It, it's drawing nigh. It's near. In this time period that John is about to see and, and, and testify to of the things that he sees, that he's, the things that he's allowed to write anyways, He's seeing the kingdom that will be shortly coming. It's at hand. The time is approaching that they've been waiting for for 
thousands of years, this small, insignificant group of people seemingly that came out of Egypt and somehow went through the desert for 40 years and, and, and then entered into the Canaan, the promised land. They were promised the land and all these things that they would rule and, and all these different kinds of things and the, all the nations through them would be blessed and all these things would happen. Hasn't happened yet, has it? Things haven't gone the way that they thought they would go because they rejected their Messiah. But now... When you're reading this, let's transport. Say we're not the body of Christ. Say we're not the church right now. Say we are, uh, we are here, and you are uh, a believer, whether it's a, a Gentile. Once again, there'll be delineations again. In our body of Christ, there is no Jew or Greek, you know, Jew or Gentile. But in that time period, there will be again. It, you'll see that through the book of Revelation. There's many talk about nations again. But you'll see these, um, just imagine that you're either an Israelite, you're, uh, uh, you're the, uh, of the nation of Israel, and you're believing now that you've made a huge error. And maybe one of the two witnesses in Jerusalem, you start believing, oh, they, you believe that. Or say maybe um, one of the, these 144,000 from 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel come all over the world and maybe you you believe that and maybe you're a gentile but you you you're a proselyte now and you say, oh i believe and maybe you get circumcised and and there's a lot of things that will be happening during that time but as you read this book guess what's going to happen you're going to be blessed by reading it you know why because as you see things happen in real time you're going huh wow, here it is, but there's not much more time to go. Let's, let's just stand fast. Let's make sure we don't, we don't take this mark of, of this one world government. Make sure we don't do this because we're starving or getting persecuted or killed. It doesn't matter if we get our head cut off. Time is at hand. The kingdom is coming. That would bless you. Just put yourself in that position. So as you're reading this, blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. Boy, isn't that something? And keep those things. There's going to be many things that are essential to keep in this book. If you don't do some certain things that are in this book, this prophecy, this epistle, this letter from John, as Jesus reveals himself to him and reveals those things that he got to see, if you don't keep certain things, you are, for lack of a better term, damned. You take the mark, that's it. It's over for you. Well, I was starving. There was the only one way, and no one can buy or sell unless they, they have this mark and, and all sorts of different things that are happening. I just had, um, I still believe in Jesus. Yes, I believe in Jesus, but what would it hurt for me to get this mark in my hand? You're not keeping those things that are found in this book. How about if you uh, change some things and you want to take that, your part's going to get taken out of the book of life. So we'll get to those things as we study through that. There's many things. I wanted to point that out expressly, that you can be blessed by reading this, and you hear the words of this prophecy if you're in this time, this time of Jacob's trouble, Israel's trouble, 
and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Verse number four. Uh, not too much longer in, in the introduction here because, I, again, I don't want to get started and get into like a, a bad stopping point and, or go too long because I could go on about this for hours. But verse number four, John to the seven churches. Now again, remember what we talked about, churches meaning and what type of churches were these. We'll, we'll get into it. Which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was, and which is to come. That's fascinating. Turn in your Bible to John chapter 21. In John chapter 21, and look at verse number 25. I hope you uh, are starting to see where this, this series is going to go. It, it should bless you to, to hear it as the church, knowing that these things don't apply to us, the body of Christ. That's a blessing to me. Every time I read the book of Revelation, every time I study through it, I'm like, whoa, boy, I'm glad I'm not going to be here for all that. It's a different type of blessing, okay? <laughs> it's a blessing. It's a like, I praise God that I'm not going to be here for this type of stuff. I praise God that the indwelling Holy Spirit of God is, is going to uh, keep me from this. And when we get taken out of the way, the spirit is gone off this world and boy, things just go nuts, crazy nuts. But look at verse number 25 of John chapter 21. Uh, verse 25, and there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written which is and which was and which is to come. If you tried to write everything about Jesus, which is, which was in the past, Jesus always present, eternal in the past and eternal into the future, which is, which was, and which is to come, that's a lot of stuff to write down. Couldn't even be contained. Can't even be contained in the any sort of book. That's that's great, I think. When I when I see which is and which was, for some reason, John chapter 21, verse 25, and there are also many other things which Jesus did. The which, if they should be written, every one. I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. And amen to that. The same apostle, the same disciple, John writes that in John chapter 21, verse 25. It's the same one that, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says this, which is and which was and which is to come. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. That's fascinating. You can look up Isaiah chapter 11, and you'll see the seven spirits of God. Let's see. Let me look at the time. All right, let's turn over to Isaiah chapter 11. You'll notice... Two, as you start to study the book of Revelation, you tend to turn to the book of Isaiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, a lot of Old Testament references, and to include, by the way, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which are part of Jesus' earthly ministry before the cross. 
and of a necessity, it's a testament, of course. It's a New Testament. Jesus is revealing himself. But it's not necessarily what we would consider, oh, yeah, now, yeah, that's all New Testament right here, Matthew through Revelation. Well, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, majority of a good part of Acts is still part of that time. Anyways, Isaiah chapter 11. My point was is that we're going to be seeing a lot of uh, Old Testament scriptures all throughout this. Verse number one of, of Isaiah chapter 11, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Now, again, this is speaking about Jesus. Obviously speaking about Jesus. So let's see if Jesus, what type of spirit he has. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord and shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. The seven spirits. It's not the Holy Spirit as you would say, you know, like the capital letter S spirit, but the seven spirits which are before his throne. Some, something to think about. You know, obviously all holy, there's not like seven holy spirits, but you get the point. Verse number five, and from Jesus, back in Revelation 1, and from Jesus Christ, who is faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead. See, he's the first fruits. And the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Amen. Without the blood, without his shedding of blood, there would be no remission of sins. For any group, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, and we're going to stop here, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever, amen. First thing I want you, or as many, you know, we've already mentioned a few things, but one of the main things I want you to see out of this first six verses is this term right here, and hath made us, John's including himself, kings and priests. Just think about that. In the Old Testament, the prophecies, you can look it up. Maybe that's your homework to look up the, where that prophecy is found. Well, they'll make the nation of Israel a nation of priests, and they will also rule as kings. It's all, there's several places talking about making them a nation of priests. That's why they had to be water baptized. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so we've gone about 30 minutes. And I want to keep these very short. Like I said, we're going to eat this elephant, so to speak, one little bite at a time. So please join me as we study through the book of Revelation, Rightly Divided. And uh, next week, uh, we'll start into the seven churches and see as um, you know Jesus finishes out here speaking about who he is, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty speaking about himself, knowing that it's about Jesus, the same that walked this earth. And then after that, in, in chapter 2, you'll start seeing as we'll study through the churches, the called out assembly, the remnant, I believe, Israel churches that were still there and uh, will be some remnant during the time of Jacob's trouble in Daniel's 70th week. And we're going to go through that. Uh, 
We won't get probably through all seven churches, but we're just going to bring out a few things, and I'm glad Brother Ken's on here. He sent me a great email with some good questions, and some of the things that I was already starting to try to bring out, but he brought up a few more. So I'm going to I'm gonna bring up some of Brother Ken's questions as we study through these uh, these chapters, okay? <laughs> All right, so in here to see uh, Brother Ken saying, uh, woohoo, well, wood good or wood hood good study, Michael. <laughs> woohoo, yes, he corrected. Hey, Brother uh, Greg Hansen's on here. You spell check, Ken. All in good fun. So, <laughs> but anyways, thank you for joining us uh, tonight, there, brothers, and everybody over there on YouTube. Uh, good, good amount of people started joining in. Like I said, like, like this video. I mean, um, if there's eight people watching, six people watching, seven people watching, eight people watching, and you, you just it takes you a matter of seconds to like the video, it helps boost it up a little bit. Anything about the Book of Revelation, we'll get more eyes. So I pray that somebody would be able to watch this and be helped. Maybe uh, somebody that's in needs a little bit of help rightly dividing, or maybe somebody through this will see that, wow, there is no salvation but in Jesus Christ, because that's always been the same. That's always been the truth. Uh, but anyways, so my mom says, great study. Praise the Lord for that. Thanks, mom. Mom's always good for a, a good encouragement. But like I said, like it. And then if you're on Facebook, please like it and also share it. Share it on your uh, personal page. That would help me out greatly. And um, if you're on YouTube, share it as well through maybe like email or something like that. I would really, really appreciate it. You know, write a, write, write me a comment too. Leave comments. That, that also helps out this, this weird thing called an algorithm. Please leave comments below. Hey, great study. That's fine. Praise the Lord. It's not something that I'm. I'm that's about me, but it helps to uh, get the get the word out. Okay, so if you would please do that. All right, that's it for tonight with the introduction. I hope I didn't stumble too much. There was a lot, a lot on my mind. Okay, <laughs> if anybody knows me personally or have known me for a long time and are watching this. You can probably physically, I know my wife can, especially. You could probably physically see the gears inside my head running a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> so um, I try to very, like, very, I'm going to be very measured through all of this. And um, probably an outline would help, brother. Uh, um, who, who asked that question? Yeah, brother Dave asked that question. Uh, an outline would probably help, but also I think it would hinder me. Um, and, and I would try to be a little bit too, uh, I guess you would say not as free flowing. I want to just study as we, we go through it chapter verse by verse, as we study through this and just let the word speak for itself. Okay. So, but I do understand that I have written an outline for the millennial rain series. So maybe we will in, in the future. So don't know. All right. Well, that's it. Oh, also plug the podcast real quick. You can find me at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast wherever you find your podcast. And I appreciate you for joining me if you've been joining me here on via podcast. That's it. That's all I got for tonight. Thank you for the likes. <laughs> I already see some already starting to, to come in there. I appreciate that. Like I said, this is going to be a great study. I cannot wait 
The only thing I'm more excited about, and Brother Ken, you'll appreciate this, um, starting here in a few weeks at the, uh, at the local church that I teach at, I'm going to be starting that, uh, the Jesus after the flesh series. Um, I need to get with, uh, brother Johnson. I'm sure it's okay. Cause they, they put their materials out. Um, I'm going to just loosely base it on those outlines. So I, I'm pretty sure he'll be okay with that, but, um, maybe I should just write him an email just in case. I don't know, but anyways, I think you would appreciate that. But uh, that's I'm these two studies happening pretty much at the same time. I'm going to be very busy, so pray for me if you would that I would get plenty of rest and that uh, I wouldn't get too wrapped up and uh, not have the time to spend with my family that I should do as a as a husband and as a father. So, all right. Hey, love you in the Lord. Thank you. God bless you for joining me here live, or if you've joined me later on 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 one of the archived videos, I appreciate it very much. Love you in the Lord. God bless you. Have a great night, and I'll see you, Lord willing, 